Hi, welcome to the Theme Park Trader Podcast. This is your hosts, Ryan and Dan. Hello. This week, we are back on the tournament and we are, at the request of our listeners, skipping Disney for now and going to Universal Studios Orlando, which I know throws Dan off a little disgraceful, bit. Disgraceful, disgraceful, you know. But we, have to, we have to listen to listeners. <laughs> Sometimes. Do we, Ryan? Do we? So, yeah, but first, we've got a... A continued game, which is um, guess the theme park attraction based on the keywords. Um, but before we get into that, sit back, relax, and enjoy the podcast. Each of us has a dream, a heart's desire. It calls to us. And when we're brave enough to listen and bold enough to pursue, that dream will lead us on a journey to discover who we're meant to be. All we have to do is look inside our hearts and unlock the magic. Stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Right. Donna? Are you ready? I'm ready. I haven't seen these again this week. She's being even more cagey. Sure you haven't, Ryan. Sure you haven't. She's being even more cagey this week. Not even on a book. They're on a, a passworded device is all I can say. Ooh. That's special, strapped to her wrist using that. Yeah. A special passcoded device, which I can only describe as a cell phone <laughs> cool okay okay <laughs> ready ready yeah. 1982 Terminator 2 sorry if, um, these are these are rides yeah they're attractions okay yeah yeah oh, just said that. <laughs> yes <laughs> Your Epcot opened. <laughs> the rest were triangles, photo opportunity, read all about it, collection of water, communication, dark, slow, spear, Judy Dench. That's it. That's the tea. <laughs> I'm just going to get. <laughs> You've got to get a 10, Dan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's still time. Okay, long queue. Big Thunder. No. Flight of Passage. <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the rest were Immersive, 2017, Decontamination, Bike, Luminous Flowers, Alien Planet, Name of Jewelry, Blue Banshee. Okay. <laughs> 683. What? 683. I'm not going to get a 10 on this one. 683. Okay. Three versions. Okay. Soren. No. Features Disney characters. Midway Mania. No. 
No longer there. Ah. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, keep going. I'm just cautious of the, the radio silence. Closed May 11th, 2017. Oh, so it's a relatively recent closure. Featured Disney characters closed in 2017. Three versions and 683. Yeah. How are we not getting this? Always busy. Is it wishes? Yes. Oh. <laughs> what was 683? That's how many fireworks there are in wishes. Oh. Ah. Lovely. Come on, rest of the clues. Uh, Main Street, Tinkerbell, Jiminy Cricket, Do the Dreamers Do. Nice. Nice. That's it for this week. Those are good ones. I promise I haven't seen those as well. <laughs> you just happen to get them on the first guess, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> 1982, I, I always sticks in my head as the year it opened. So I, I had, all I had to do was play a guessing game on which, which attractions were there on opening day. Living with the land wasn't called Living with the land. The only attraction that I think remains as is, without a name change, is Space Reverse, I think. Okay. Cool. It's all down to deduction, my dear Watson. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That was good. So what, what was that, like 20... 26. 26, right, okay. <laughs> I, think that, I think the gap has widened from last week. <laughs> I'm going to go on for three, three tens next week. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, uh, following on from that um, lovely game, I'm, we're, we're heading to Universal Studios in Orlando this, this week. We're not doing both parks in one episode because I thought let's string this out as long as we can. Yeah, let's, let's try and get as much content as we can from this. Yeah, Let's flop I mean, this horse for as long as we can. And so someone messaged us earlier in the week and, and said, well, how, do you, how do you keep coming up with all the ideas for the podcast? And, you know, I guess in short, it's I occasionally come up with one good idea and then string it out as long as possible. <laughs> Four reviews, string it out as long as possible. Just, just milk it. Just keep milking. And the great thing about poor reviews is like, oh, it's 2020. That means there's new reviews. We can, we can revisit it. <laughs> And there's always new rides. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> so this week we're at Universal Studios, leaving Island of Adventure for another time. And I've got the brackets in front of me. I have prepared Oh, this week. Makes a change, I know. <laughs> Are you ready for the, f for the first group? So there's 12 um, groups. There's 12, 12 groups. groups. Okay. How does that work out? Is that the same as what we had last time? So we'll end, up with, we'll end up with a three, three finalists, right? There'll be a three-way at the end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cheeky. <laughs> um, okay. Group one. E.T. Adventure versus Shrek 4D. It's an interesting one. I, uh, I hate myself for it. You're going to say E.T., aren't you? But I think E.T. needs to go through. You son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I, I only think because you, I can watch, I mean, not, I can't watch E.T. Adventure at home per se, but I can watch the same short from Shrek 4D on one of the, it, but, like they released it separately. But you can't watch the pre-show, Ryan. The pre-show is incredible. I would, I, will, I would agree. It's, it's one of those things where the, it's like the Muppets. 
It's like Muppet Vision mm. 3D, where yeah. the pre-show is 10 times better than the actual show. Yeah, I mean, when you know, back in the day when Shrek first opened, it was incredible. Oh, I completely agree, yeah. Um, these, I don't know whether it's a, I don't know if it's a case of it just feels tired or whether it's a case of we've done it so many times that it's just oh. like, oh yeah. Even, yeah. even when I was in Orlando for three weeks last year, we didn't do Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> I think we, I think I generally do it every trip, mm. but only probably once, you know, because the queue is always so short, you know, with, and it's one of those rides when, when I've had express in universal before you don't need the express. Um, no, because there's, it's such a short queue. Um, I mean, it's definitely due for a refurb or like a re, uh, I wouldn't, I mean, I, I was surprised that they haven't replaced it with a 4d. Um, what's the film called with the, the swords and the dragons. How to train your dragon. That's the one. And there's <laughs> training. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't replace it with a 40 How to Train Your Dragon show. That is very true. I mean, maybe, obviously it was rumoured that there was going to be a bit coming to Epic Universe, wasn't there? Well, How, you tra- How to Train that? Your Dragon. But yeah, that? I mean, that's, that's not going to happen now, is it? That's now the site for a future Universal Hotel. For a future car park. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. <sighs> I mean, either way, they're not going to get very far. I, I I would I mean I the pre I think the pre-show for Shrek has surely got to tip it right surely what, what, okay well hear me out here what about okay. the part in ET Adventure where Steven Spielberg goes hi I'm Steven Spielberg hi I'm Steven Spielberg I'm Steven Spielberg <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a Muppet <laughs> um no what about the smell in the forest that's a delicious smell. <laughs> but it's a forest, Ryan. I mean, it, I know it looks quite good as a forest. The pre, the, I mean, yeah, the pre, the pre walk. You mean the queue? The queue no, the pre walk. <laughs> oh, what? Because there is no queue for it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and you're in a forest, so it feels like a nice little walk. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't know. I mean, I'm not too fussed to which one goes through. I, my preference would be Shrek, mainly out of principle. Um. Shrek or ET? Yeah. <laughs> Ryan's getting outside outside <laughs> sources. Which one goes through, Shrek or ET? Oh. Disappointing, Donna. Disappointing. I don't know. It's a tough one. I do agree with you because they're, they're both they're both in need of change. Yeah, definitely. Um, so that that interruption was because I left the TV remote in here. Oh, I see. I thought you were generally just going to ask Donna. Yeah. <laughs> I've, got, I've used my ask the audience way too early. Ah, oh, first, first question. Rookie yeah. mistake. Uh, to be fair, it's universal, so I don't really care. Um, okay, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to upset a lot of people here, and I'm going to agree with you and put Shrek through. Okay. Bye, E.T. I mean, it wasn't going to make... Neither of them were going to get, get through to the second oh round. Oh, my goodness. I'm getting so many interruptions today. What are you doing, Ryan? Just professionalism out the window. My sister's trying to ring me. <laughs> Doesn't she know this is podcast time? Well, you'd think so, wouldn't you? You'd, you'd bloody think so. <laughs> it's all happening. Let me just turn everything... Oh, my God, now she's... <laughs> She's now messaging. Why didn't you answer? 
She's messaged me in two different ways. <laughs> I'm so sorry for the lack of professionalism this, this week. It's been absolutely horrendous so far. I can promise you that is hopefully the last update, uh, the last disruption. Have you just muted all notifications on every device? I, I mean, I'm trying to, but I, there's so many. <laughs> so many devices. There's so many devices. I've got my laptop, I'm on my iMac, my iPhone's in front of me. I've got my watch. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a big flashing red light whenever someone mentions my name on Twitter. <laughs> and yet you still just don't answer the call. And I also, I was about to do a great little in-joke there, and it was completely ruined. What about Shrek and E.T.? Well, you said goodbye, E.T., and I was going to go, goodbye, Dan, Ryan. <laughs> it would have been great. It would have been great. <laughs> um, and that's not being edited out, by the way, because I'm, I'm too lazy. Yeah. And I'm, I'm sh- it's actually, it's, it's less that, and it's more because I'm sure people would enjoy the... The authentic, com- authentic experience. Yeah, the comedy value. Yeah. Our lives are a joke. <laughs> a complete joke. <laughs> a complete joke. Okay, group two. A day in the park with Barney. Not Leo much is going to beat that. You. Or Ollivanders. Oh, okay. And I, okay. I feel like this is an attraction because it kind of is. Right, okay. You know, you, you go in and <laughs> the wand chooses the wizard, Mr. Potter. <laughs> I mean, I don't think I've done either, to be fair. Curious. Um, but I would... But what, what's curious? <laughs> it just made me think of the South Park episode where Butters is by curious. <laughs> um, its brother gave you that scar. Oh God, <laughs> Ryan's lost to Harry Potter now. <laughs> Sorry, I, uh, please proceed. Um, I would, I would probably say Ollivanders. Yeah, uh, what to go through? Um, yeah, I think, yeah, I think, yeah. um, I think it's a pretty good, probably a good experience for like all ages, really. You know, even young, you know, obviously, obviously, <clears throat> young kids like Barney. Maybe it's a bit, maybe Ollivanders is a bit, not quite as young as Barney, obviously, not quite as young. No, I, I would agree. I think um, Olivanna should go through. It's it's tough because obviously Barney is a great one for the kids, but like when when Piper is old enough to to go to Universal, she mm-hmm. won't have a clue who Barney is. Yeah, yeah, very and true. I don't I don't know if they even make Barney anymore, do they? I've no. I mean, obviously, it was always more popular in the states, but I mean, I did used to watch it as a kid. Yeah, I remember it over here, and I I remember going on. Um, this attraction when I was younger and, and a little bit older as well with my sister. Um, cause she's five years younger than me. Mm-hmm. Um, so there you go. There's the tie in. There's the tie in. She interrupted me and now I'm referencing her in the show. <laughs> it all makes sense. And that was the, that was the time when she pooed herself in the, no, I'm joking. She didn't. She didn't. They finished making Barney in uh, 2010. Okay, so why the hell do we have an attraction there still? I don't know. Like, what kids know Barney now? Yeah, I mean, anyone born 2010 onwards has probably not seen it. Yeah, yeah. Even before that, to be fair. Um, I've, I've, never, I've never actually done Ollivanders, I don't think. It's not my kind of thing, you know. 
Mm. There's a lot of things like that where if there's a risk of me being picked, I'm probably not going to go and do it. <laughs> Although I, I don't think, I think it's something we may have queued for at the beginning. And then the queue was so long, we were just like, no, we're just going to give up on this. But the thing is, I get it. It's a nice little, actually, I think I have done it once. Yeah, because I, I remember being like crammed into a room and something. Yeah, mm. I do remember. Um, it's okay. But the thing is, you queue, I mean, not so much anymore, but when it first opened, you were queuing for like 90 minutes, two hours. Yeah. And you had a chance of being selected in the, in the, as part of the show. And then they'd be like, this is your one. And they'd be like, and now pay us $29.99. <laughs> they just like, give, the, give the, kid, the, the one to the kid and then quickly, yeah. quietly say to the parents, that's 30 quid, please. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, which kid is dressed like a wizard? Who's going to afford that this? one? <laughs> Who's not going to quibble the cost? Yeah, so I... mammy, mammy, I want, I want that but one. Last, but last year, but last year, <laughs> I uh, I'm reading Harry Potter at the minute to to Piper, and obviously it's more for, for my, mine and Donna's enjoyment than it is for Piper's at this point. Yeah, but every character gets their own voice. My my favorite is Uncle, and I know we've talked about this on the customer is always weird, but my favorite character to voice is Uncle uh, Uncle Vernon because he sounds like Boris Johnson. <laughs> I'm not sure Piper's going to ever under, understand that voice. <laughs> When she, thought, when she says her first word, it will be wobble wobble. <laughs> Invertible jellies. <laughs> okay, Olivanas is going through. The next, the next one is Harry Potter. Harry Potter and the Escape from Gringotts versus Kang and Kodos, Twirl and Hurl. Oh, that is a toughie. That is a toughie. I, you know, I can admit to never having done Kang and Kodos. Yeah, I've never done Kang Kodos either. Doesn't it doesn't interest me in the slightest? No, no. I mean, it's there's a lot of the Simpsons land is very obviously it's kind of meant to be, but it's very kind of like fairground sort of thing, isn't it? Which is obviously what it's kind of going for, but then that kind of, it kind of feels a bit cheap. Yeah, it does, isn't it? Um, I mean, the main attraction is brilliant, and the land as a whole looks fantastic, but those sort of, like, the Kang and Kodos ones, it's kind of like, eh, I don't really care about that. No, I mean, the main attraction is good, but it has aged a bit. It has aged a bit. Um, yeah, it definitely kind of needs a bit of a something to it. I, I mean, I remember go- going on Harry Potter and the Escape from Gringotts for the first time, and walking through Gringotts, I, and obviously seeing the dragon for one, Walking mm. through Gringotts, <laughs> I knew that was happening. The um, the queue, at least the first bit where you see the um, goblins, oh, absolutely yeah. stunning, absolutely yeah. stunning. And I, I mean, obviously Harry Potter and, and, and the Escape from Gringotts is going through. Oh, clearly, yeah. So I'm not <laughs> going to talk about it anymore because I'm sure it's going to come up against something where it will, will require more debate. Exactly. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Okay. The next one, the Simpsons ride. Versus Hollywood Rip Ride Rockets. Right, okay. Now, okay. I know you don't like Rip Ride Rocket. I'm not a huge fan of Rip Ride Rocket because it really knocked my head about. And I felt really bad afterwards. 
I, I have told you before, you need to sit still when you're on roller coasters. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like banging my head from side to side. <laughs> and you're supposed to get in feet first, not head first. Oh, I mean, that, I thought it was strange that I was the only one. But <laughs> I'd love, yeah, to I it. It. love to see it. I'd love to see it. Someone's legs just dangling at the top. <laughs> I mean, it's probably one of the attractions that you could do it on because it doesn't go upside down. So Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, going with like the the ninety degree um, start could be, could be interesting. That could be yeah. interesting, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like I like Rip Ride Rocket. I don't do it every time because there's not. I don't think anyone that I really go with enjoys it. Right. Okay. So I, why, why why is that? Is that because of the vertical incline? No, it's the rest of it. Oh, okay. Yeah, the vertical what? incline is probably. I think. As much as I hate it, it's probably the most enjoyable part of the ride because it's the most thrilling. Yeah. You get kind of got over that. You go right to the top and there's that first drop. Mm-hmm. And then from there, it's like an average coaster. Mm-hmm. No, no, I, mean, I get that. Makes sense. I really see, like the idea. I don't understand. Like, do people, do, other, do others not like it because it's an average coaster or do they not like it for like the reason that I don't like yeah, it? Yeah, I think the same reason as you. Right, okay. So, so more often than not, it's a case of absolutely forcing Don to go on it <laughs> or, or having to do it by myself. And I don't tend to like to do rides by myself. I did last year. I did get better at that actually. Cause I went to, the, I went, ended up going to the parks yeah. several times by myself, mm-hmm. which was nice in a way because I got to do some theme park trailer stuff and I was okay. doing some, um, Facebook live stuff where I was going through galaxy's edge, where I was going, where I was walking from, Animal Kingdom to Flight of Passage, I think it was, or at the very least, I, I went to, I went on the Green Beer Path. Um, <laughs> I do remember just, one. Let me just tell you, I like, let's go to Dinosaur now. <laughs> <'Cause>, <laughs> That's right, ever. What's uh, you, you're going to go on Dinosaur? Uh, I don't know. They've got a great beer stand. Uh, when there's going over there. Um, so I did. I did actually weirdly quite enjoy that aspect of being in the parks and just literally gets turning up what was really nice actually on a couple of occasions is just turning up and going what's available for fast pass mm-hmm. and just going and doing that and, yeah. I, and i got i've said before i got really lucky in animal kingdom because i got to do everest and flight of passage but i think you're you're probably more able to do that if you're a party of one just turn up and go oh there's one i can just go and grab that but i did enjoy it but from the from riding at something like rip ride rocket i probably wouldn't do my by myself I like yeah. going on coasters with other people. I think I did, obviously, because Donna was pregnant at the time, I did Hagrid's by myself. And it was fine, but it's not, it's not that fun sitting next to someone on a brand it's new just, coaster that you've never done before. Yeah, next to a random. It's not great. And in, in the post-pandemic world, I'm definitely not doing it. Like, single <laughs> riders are just gone now, aren't they? Yeah. So yeah, as a single rider coughing and sneezing. Yeah, you're like, get me off, get me off. But yeah, I, I do like. I think it's a really, really nice idea for a coaster. I think mm. the the problems are that it's always breaking down, like constantly breaking down. Yeah. The, the characters at the start are super annoying. The the, the, the uh... cartoon characters. I don't remember them. They're, they're always like, "Are you ready to rock? You got to rip, ride, rock it." <laughs> oh, is that is that when you're in the car, or is that as you're queuing? As you're queuing, there's like TVs oh. and stuff. Oh, okay. 
See, I, that's the thing because when I the only time I've ridden it, I went as a single rider, right? Uh, and so I probably didn't see any of that. Yeah, yeah. The um, I do really like the idea though. I like the the idea of being being able to choose your own music. I think it's a really nice feature that I yeah. would like to see in other coasters, mm-hmm. like Rock and Roller Coaster starring Aerosmith. Yeah, I think the way to enhance that ride without necessarily getting rid of the theme would be to either let me choose from a selection of Aerosmith songs yeah. or just say, look, there's, some, there's yeah, 50% are Aerosmith. The other 50% are like classic rock songs that you can choose from. And I think that would be a really nice way to give that attraction a bit of a refresh. Yeah, I mean, I think they could do that. They could, they could essentially rebrand it without Aerosmith, but make it just a generic... Rock, rock and roll yeah and then they can easily change the music as well like you know give it a change of change of music every now and then yeah change the selections and things like that yeah so i think i do think it's a good idea however i think the simpsons ride despite that the screens being a bit dodgy now mm-hmm. i think it probably should go through yeah yeah i think i'm, ha- I'm happy with that i think it, it i mean the simpsons ride is a good good 3d attraction isn't it yeah. So yeah, I'm happy with the Simpsons. Okay, the next one. Race through New York starring Jimmy Fallon okay. versus Universal Orlando's horror makeup show. Okay. Um I mean I would say Jimmy Fallon. I know, and I know that if we both say Jimmy Fallon, there's gonna be a lot of angry Universal fans. <laughs> But I mean, the makeup show, I can't once you've seen it once. Well, this is it. And, and, and I'm just putting my angry Universal fan hat on and saying, well, the hosts change, the jokes change on a regular basis. And it all depends on who from the audience you get up onto the stage. And I think you can make that same argument for any show, including Indiana Jones, where the stunt actors change and you get slightly different reactions every time. Yeah. Um, but in terms of, I'm just, I think we have to go on based on what we do. Yeah. I haven't done the horror show in a long time and maybe I should revisit it. And that's not me saying that it's terrible because I think I probably should do it again. Mm-hmm. It's been at least 10 years. I've, I've, I've definitely seen it within 10 years. Right. Um, I don't know when it was that I last saw it, maybe two or three trips ago. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's an okay show. But it's kind of like, if I given the choice, I would probably ride Fallon. Yeah, I mean, Fallon's not a fantastic ride. But it's all right. No, it's not the worst. It's not. No. It's not a bad 3D attraction. I, I've got more I mean, it's, issue it's, with it's, Fallon than I do the ride. The right. Ride. Okay. Him as a person. Well, he's on something, isn't he? <laughs> no one's that excited all the time. <laughs> well, I don't know. He's called American, right? <laughs> yeah but no one i'm sorry no one is that excited all of the time um, well i suppose he he's probably what on the same thing as uh, james corden's on presumably yeah mm. so no i i will agree race through new york starring jimmy fallon goes through that we're definitely going to get some backlash some pushback on that <laughs> what's this is really bad this next one because i have a feeling that we're going to be putting it through um Fast and Furious Supercharged okay. versus the Bruise Brothers show. <laughs> no, I think the Bruise Brothers show is fine. Right. But 
I don't know. It's not. It, it's not a film that, that that that's really that relevant in today's world. It's yeah. it's a good classic film. It's got a bit of a cult following, doesn't it? It does. Uh, but I mean, I've walked past the, the show several times, and it, it's ne- ne- really never really grabbed my attention as being that interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's not really something that I've ever stopped and thought. Yeah, I'm going to stop and watch this. I don't think. No, and even, um, even my dad, who every time he hears them playing will start singing it and like dancing um <laughs> they're a very different person when we're in orlando i can imagine your dad doing that yeah. he wouldn't stop and watch it right so I, I unfortunately i think fast and furious has to go through just because somehow it's come up with something that's worse <laughs> it is a ride it is a ride true it's got that going for it I mean, yes, there are better graphics on the PS2. <laughs> I think the the well, is the pre-show are the pre-shows cringely funny or are they just cringe? Well, we had a laugh, didn't we? I mean, we did have a laugh because it was so bad. <laughs> I, don't I don't think it was. I don't think it was intentionally made as a comedy. I don't know any any even um, Fast and Furious fan that is watching those pre-shows and is engaged or any part of the ride at all. Because the, the pre-show in particular is, I mean, when you're, you're literally an ac- actor um, tasked with interacting with a celebrity playing someone on a video screen. Yeah. I mean, come on. I mean, less of that, please. Less of that. <laughs> but I mean, it's just, oh God, the, the, that sort of older woman <laughs> is yeah. so bad. She clearly and wanted she... to be at Disney as well because she had a, a stitch um, hand sanitizer. Oh, did she? Yeah. <laughs> oh, but yeah, the, the, just like the way they interact with the screens is just so bad. It's, it's so bad. It's they, awful. they should have done that in a better. There's better ways to do it. Like Transformers does it does it in quite a good way because it tells that that pre-story on the screens as you're kind of walking through, and it's yeah. not such a long pre-story that even if it's a short cute cue, you'll still be able to get it. Mm. And um, I think they could have done the same with Fast and Furious. All they needed to say was, "Oh, there's a there's like an FBI sting going on. There's a party. Uh, we're masking ourselves in the party." Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, because I found that the the, the storyline very difficult to follow. It yeah. felt like you had to know everything about the franchise. It does feel like that. Yeah, for, for it to make any sense. Yeah, because um, they reference all these characters, and I'm like, I don't know who that is. Like, I know who the main guy is. Or well, who Nick, the main Nick guy is from, now. Nick from the After Dark Network, um, he's seen all the movies and he said that because that attraction originated in Hollywood, at the time it was updated, like not, not visually, it was still pants, but it was part of like the tram tour. But at the right. time the story was right. But as it was released in Orlando, like some of the villains in the, in the attraction are now heroes in the franchise. <laughs> so it's like, what is going on? <laughs> Oh, that's that's amazing. <laughs> so um, I, I, somehow Fast and Furious Supercharged is making its way through to the next round, despite yeah. me not knowing anyone that has enjoyed that ride sober. It's quite impressive how bad that ride is. Well, it's currently closed. Fortunately. Yeah, they've gone, uh, due to the pandemic... <laughs> I mean, I guess they don't want to inflict it on anyone else, do they, for the time being? You know, 2020s, it's been bad enough. It's bad enough. It's bad enough. 
Okay, group seven. Revenge of the Mummy. Okay. You're going to find this one difficult. Revenge of the Mummy versus Despicable Me, Minion Mayhem. <laughs> and I know you both, you, you like the, both of these attractions quite a I lot. I do enjoy both of those attractions. However, I think it's relatively easy for me because I would choose the Mummy. Despicable Me, yeah. <laughs> I, would, I would choose the Mummy. I don't think Despicable Me is a great attraction. Um, I think that Despicable Me had a potential to be a good attraction. And I think they've just, they just re-skinned the, that same attraction for like the, what, the fourth time? Yeah, yeah, because before it was Jimmy Neutron, and before that it was no, hang on, it wasn't. Yeah, it was Jimmy it Neutron. Was, it was Jimmy it? Neutron, and, uh, and before yeah, that it was Nick. Uh, Barbera. Yes, yeah. And I don't know if there was anything before that, but that might that might have been it. But I remember writing it for Hanna Barbera. I remember writing it for Jimmy Neutron, and I think that my problem with it is, is more down to me than anything else. That I had, I really grew up apart from Jimmy Neutron, who I hate with a passion. Especially, is it Carl? Carl, oh, the one with the fat one with glasses. In your hair, who's, who's always like, Hey, Jimmy! <laughs> yeah, I think so. Um, Jimmy Neutron was always terrible. Absolutely awful show. But then you had the likes of Spongebob in it and Fairly Odd Parents, which I both really enjoyed and still do. Yeah. Too, but, so yeah. that part was great. Despicable Me, I think the movies are okay. I've still not seen the third one. Uh, the one the f- with the um, was it Trey Parker from South Park is in it? He plays his brother. Oh, okay. I may have seen that on a plane. Yeah, I've still not seen it, and I've not seen the Minions movie either. I've seen the first Minions movie. Is, is it two? Are they making a second? Oh, is it coming out? Is it coming out soon? I think yeah. maybe. But like, it feels to me like they've just milked it <laughs> to the, like literally <laughs> to a point where I don't even know how many movies there are. Yeah, in no, I, ten years. Yeah, yeah, they they have rinsed through them quite quickly, haven't they? It kind of feels a little bit like getting towards Shrek. Yeah, and like how 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 many times can a, a little yellow thing saying banana be that funny? <laughs> it's quite funny, right? Come on. I mean, it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, no, I mean, I, I don't I don't mind the the disproved me ride. I think it's it's quite a good three D attraction, and I think the pre show is quite fun. It's, no, um, I, I agree. It's it's a good ride, but it doesn't stand up against the mummy. No, no, I think the mummy is 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 a brilliant coaster, um, and you know there's certain animatronics that I think could do with being updated, that sort of thing. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, to be fair, there's only like two animatronics in it. They, they could both be do, yeah. yeah. Um, but like, it is a, it is a fantastic coaster, and I never quite understand why it's so quiet compared to how it used to be. Yeah, no, you know I, when I, it first opened. Um, I mean, it doesn't it doesn't really get a huge queue these days. No, it doesn't. I, no, I think it's, Revenge of the Mummy is definitely making its its way through. I think the Despicable Me Minion Mayhem is one where, when Piper's old enough to enjoy the Despicable Me films, I'll enjoy the ride more because yeah. her face will definitely like light up going on that, that kind of ride. Mm-hmm. Um, you realise you're going to have to do like the dance party thing afterwards. Yeah, that's fine. I'll do it now. <laughs> that's, that's the only reason I go on the ride. Yeah. There, excuse me. Is there any way I can just walk through to the dance party? Is that possible? Okay. Group eight. Transformers: The Ride 3D versus Fear Factor Live. <laughs> right. Okay. Let me Easy see. Room for Transformers, I think. A show where I have to potentially participate versus 
Transformers. Transformers. Yeah. I have never done Fear Factor Live. Nor have I, because I've never wanted to take part. And I know you have to volunteer, but yeah. I don't, <laughs> I'm, still, I'm still not interested watching else, someone else put spiders in their head or whatever. It just doesn't yeah. interest It's like, I don't care. It, like Half the time it seems to be closed when I'm there. Yeah, I've never really seen it open. It's just like, I don't know why they haven't got rid of it yet. That kind of end of the, that kind of that kind of end of the park where you've got MIB Fear Factor Live that that little section there needs some innovation. Yeah. I never understood why they were investing in Epic Universe when you still had the Woody Woodpecker's Land and that area of the park and to an extent, well not more than an extent the um, the area that I always lost continent in Eyes of Adventure. Like yeah. Those three areas are big areas that you could put some decent stuff into way mm. before you invested in a new park. Yeah, it is interesting, isn't it? Because you say they're, they're quite large areas that you could you could build, you know, like like a Harry Potter Carl kind of immersive area. You could put in one of those in any of those three places, um, and you could fit multiple attractions there. So yeah, it, yeah I agree. It, it wasn't odd choice to to be like, yeah, we're going to build a brand new park, even though we've got two parks that could definitely do with some investment. Yeah. So now we're gonna we're gonna, now we're gonna spread our investment three ways. Well, two. yeah, I mean, I know Universal have been sending takedown requests to certain people and websites reporting on the, the fact that, not the fact, the possibility that <laughs> Nintendo is coming to Universal Studios instead of Epic Universe. Right, okay. So, I mean, that wouldn't surprise, uh, given, given the fact that they are... But they started um, working in Hollywood now, and yeah. to be honest... When that opens up in, I don't know, maybe what would probably be 2022, I would imagine now. I'd, I'd be very maybe 23. To to Hollywood. Mm, yeah. If it's not it. open in Orlando, yeah. why wouldn't, like, I'd go over there, do, do Hollywood and do Disneyland as well. Mm-hmm. It makes you wonder what the deal with new Nintendo looks like. Like, do they have a con- contractual obligation to put these things in the parks within so many years? Yeah, quite possibly. Um, you know. Because otherwise they could just sit on it for ages, couldn't they? Yeah. Um, I mean, it makes sense if they're ditching Epic Universe. Well, or not ditching, we'll, not ditching. It's gonna it, be. But, it's gonna be. A, I, I think between five and ten years before we see it. Yeah, I mean, it'll probably be a few years before they start it now. Yeah, um, I think maybe at the end of the decade if we're lucky. End of the decade. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, I mean that's the thing. It's gonna be a few years before they start it now, probably, given that they need to. They need things to sort of get back to what they were pre-covid pretty much don't they yeah, yeah um and then some probably to kind of make up for it a bit uh and then they'll think about building it and then it'll be i don't know three years maybe in the building um three four years maybe yeah. um so yeah you're probably probably not far off so group nine animal actors on location sorry what was the last group what did we put through <laughs> uh, we put through transformers against fear factor oh uh, yes okay yeah Animal actors on location versus Men in Black alien attack. Um, uh, okay. I think despite Men in Black needing a significant update, mm. it goes through ahead of animal actors. I've seen animal actors mm. actually in the last probably four or five years, and I did enjoy it, but it's a completely, it's one of those things that is just completely unnecessary. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, I was surprised, surprised Men in Black got through, but yeah, yeah. I mean, Men in Black's not a bad ride. It's just really, really dated. It is really dated, yeah. It's fun, though. I still really enjoy it. Oh, yeah, it's a fun... I like those sort of games. Um, 
games attractions like you know um obviously midway mania is a bit like one of those attractions on steroids um and everything but, needs to be like that yeah buzz space ranger spin men in black i like that sort of attraction you know you don't need loads of them but yeah one or two is pretty good yeah they just need to i mean the problem is you've got midway mania that is so far ahead of mm. men in black and buzz that yeah. it makes them just look terrible in comparison yeah no completely agree Okay, next one. Fievel's Playland, assuming that's how you say Fievel, uh, versus the Bourne Stuntacular. Okay. I'm, I'm basing it on reviews. I haven't seen it myself yet. But yeah. I'd, I'd wager that Bourne Stuntacular is probably better than Fievel's Play, Playland. Yeah, I would probably agree. I mean, I remember going in Fievel's Playground as a kid. Yeah, oh yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, I would probably put through Bourne's Born Stuntacular. We've seen, we've heard nothing but good things really about it, haven't we? Exactly, yeah. Uh, next one, Hogwarts Express King's Cross Station mm-hmm. versus The Tales of Beedle the Bard slash Celestia, C- Celestina Warbeck and the Banshees. So this is like a little show that happens in the um, Diagon Alley area. I saw the oh. end of The Tales of of the bard last year and it did look very good um however <laughs> i think for me hogwarts express makes it through i think it's a genius yeah. genius genius invention by universal to get people mm. to to buy a um a, Hop, a, flexi, pass, essentially. a, a flexi ticket yeah Absolutely, like a stroke of genius oh yeah no i completely agree and it and it's it's a fantastic way of traveling between the two parks as well um, I agree. I, I love I mean, it. The only thing that we, so we were always going to probably Universal Studios first. Okay. Do whatever we need to do there. Hop on. I mean, you're probably pretty much on a quiet day. You're pretty much done by lunchtime. Mm-hmm. Then we hop on the uh, Hulk's Express into islands. Uh, islands. Do what we need to do there. Sometimes we won't do that because I'll be craving a milkshake. So we'll come out. Uh, I'll walk from Tucson. From Tucson and, and kind of go across. And yeah. now, obviously, I like to do the um, the double, which is the the Tucson <laughs> the Tucson double double. <laughs> double fisting your your sugar intake. Yeah. Oh man. I first so first time I did that was on our honeymoon, and it it was not good for my diabetes. <laughs> you I, don't say. <laughs> <laughs> Who'd have thought? Who'd have thought? Did not see that coming. Well, usually my bloods are quite good, even with loads of food in America, because I'm walking all the time. Yeah. But this... That, just, that was just too much. This is, I mean, that, that's with like PSLs every day, and they're like super sugary. But yeah, yeah. I had a, a Fruit Loops donut in Voodoo, and I was like... Because we don't tend to eat in Universal when we're there. We usually right, okay. snack, and then we might go to Disney Springs for the, for dinner. Yeah, I mean, that makes sure. sense if you're on the dining plan, doesn't it? Yeah, so, so, I, so we got, I had a PSO in the morning, and then by like... One, two o'clock, I was obviously hungry. Mm-hmm. So I got a voodoo donut and I was like, ah. we're already at Universal for maybe three days yeah. out of three weeks. Three, four days. I'm going to make the most of it. I'm going to go to Tucson. I'm going to water, water my donut down with a, <laughs> a nice with a milkshake. milkshake. Yeah. And, oh, man. I mean, not only did, did my buds go high, but I felt pretty horrendous for about an hour. <laughs> I didn't finish my milkshake. Right, okay. Well, but I did get, because I'd never had the key lime one before. Despite key, obviously key lime pie being the best thing ever. Of course. 
But the, the, the key lime milkshake comes with a slice of key lime pie on top. <laughs> so I did the slice, and then I'm like drinking the milkshake, which is basically like liquid key lime pie on top of a donut. There's just somebody like shoving key lime pie into a blender and just shaking. <laughs> it feels, it tastes like it. And then, yeah, I was just, but like halfway, I was just like, this is probably not going to, this could kill me if I finish this update. <laughs> Can't carry on. She's going to have to put this down. Just shaking as you're trying to put it down. <laughs> so the last group in the first round is Woody Woodpecker's Nuthouse Coaster versus actually quite, quite a suggestive attraction title, I've just realised. Curious George Goes to Town. I, I okay. think the, the Nuthouse Coaster's got to go through. Yeah. It has to, doesn't it? I mean, I don't really know them either to much to be fair no. um but yeah I'll, t- I'll, t- I'll take your word for that <laughs> yeah curious george goes to town does sound a bit dodgy doesn't it sounds like he's got he's like six points in <laughs> oh they'll tell you oh who are you calling curious <laughs> okay like let me let me just uh crunch the numbers crunch the numbers sort out the next round yeah let me just punch in these figures. Okay, right. We're on to group uh, round two, group one. Shrek 4D versus Harry Potter and the Escape from Gringotts. <laughs> Escape from Gringotts. Yeah, I mean, Shrek's not winning that one. Goodbye, no, donkey. No. <laughs> that's, that's quite an easy one to start things off, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gets into the flow of things for round two. Men in Black Alien Attack. This should be easy as well. Versus The Simpsons Ride. Okay, yeah, yeah. I think The Simpsons probably. I, I would I would agree with that. I think The Simpsons yeah. goes through. Men in Black definitely needs a update, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, if you're ever unlucky enough to be on a day where the team members at Universal are feeling really mean and you have to sit through the pre-show, oh my goodness. <laughs> I don't remember the last time I did the pre-show for that. It's so bad. It's so bad. Okay, group three. Ollivanders versus Woody Woodpecker's Nuthouse Coaster. I can't believe that either of these are making it through to the third round. (laughs) You know, the thing is, both are great experiences for kids. Because if you've seen Harry Potter or you've read Harry Potter, then Ollivanders is is fantastic. For little kids as well, because they actually get their wand. Uh, equally, Woody Woodpecker's Nuthouse Coaster is one of the only rides that small children can do in the park. Mm-hmm. What's, I, what's your opinion? I'll take your, I'll take your direction my, on this one. My, my gut says Ollivanders because it's newer and yeah. and Woody, that whole Woody Woodpecker's area needs demolishing, in my opinion. Yeah, I think probably Ollivanders probably covers more age ranges, doesn't it? Yeah. So I think it can, be, it can be good for adults if, you know, Harry Potter fans are now adults and things like that, so... Yep, Ollivanders is going through. Okay, next one. Transformers the Ride 3D versus Hogwarts Express King's Cross Station. Okay, that's an interesting one. I um, My preference would be Transformers. Yeah, I mean, it's more of an attraction than, than the, the train, um, Hogwarts Express. I think, I think, you know, Hogwarts Express is great. I think we established that. Um, but yeah, I think... Transformers is more of an attraction. Yeah, I think so. The one thing that always annoys me as a Harry Potter fan 
not, not that trains can't go backwards. I'm not saying that because they can. <laughs> but it really annoys me when it pulls in backwards. Yes. Yeah. And I, I know what you mean. I don't know why. I don't know. It shouldn't do. There shouldn't be something that annoys, like, like really boils my blood. <laughs> Standing there like, oh, oh. It feels like they could do something about that. They just chose not to. It does feel like there just needs to be, have been like a turntable or something. I yeah, know it's on you, like a big cable, isn't it? But that's how it works. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. It's like, it's, yeah, it's like, I think it's like a big cable that goes back and forth. Right. So it's not like a proper train as such. No. Um, yeah, I mean, it feels like they could have done something about that, but they chose not to for to make it cheaper, don't they? Yeah, because well, they could have put a proper steam train in there. Yeah, true. But and yeah, then and then they could have had a turntable in the middle. Yeah. Nobody would have seen it. Well, you, and you would have come in. What, on that turntable is when yeah. they could have. Um, let's assume it's not a real steam train. They could have put in a moment. You know, when the, like the death, the the um, Dementors attack. Yeah, the whole train could be shaking. It could be like, oh, <laughs> but actually, it's just it's just spinning on the turntable. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They... <laughs> I mean, the effect that they have on the Dementors already is 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 really good. It is, it is really good. Like the, the way the glass thing... like freezes up. Yeah, it's nice. It's very cool. The only other thing that annoys me about that is Hermione's voice. Like, you couldn't have found someone that sounds more similar. To Emma Watson, is it not her? No, it sounds horrendous. Next time you, next time you go, you'll you'll pick up on it. You have to listen to it. Okay, Fast and Furious Supercharged Ooh. versus Revenge of the Mummy. <laughs> Put that mummy through. Goodbye, Fast and Furious. <laughs> I mean, we knew it wasn't going to get past the second round. Did we? I mean, it could have done had it been up against Woody Woodpecker, I suppose. I suppose, although would we have just put Woody Woodpecker through for, oh, over principle. in principle? Yeah. <laughs> okay, and the last group is Race Through New York, starring Jimmy Fallon versus The Born Stuntacular. Right. Okay. Difficult one because I've not seen Born. Yeah, that is that is a tricky one. My impression you... of it is that it's it's better than Jimmy Fallon. Right. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, I kind of take your lead on that one. I mean, Jimmy Jimmy Fallon's a it's, it's a it's a it's a yeah it's a decent three D attraction. Um, it's hard to tell when we haven't done Bauntstantacular, but we've heard good things about it. So I've very good things about it. Yeah. It's going through. Okay. Okay. Three groups in this round. It's getting exciting. Is it oh, okay? So yeah, three group, and then it will be the final of three, won't it? Yeah, I can I can feel our listeners, their uh, their bladders are starting to get a little bit loose from the excitement. <laughs> I wonder where you're going with that. <laughs> I didn't know where I was going with that. I'm, 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 I'm basically I'm concentrating on on building the next group and trying saying, to fill the void. And, and what that does is it removes the filter in my brain that would usually <laughs> stop me from saying those things. <laughs> Talking about the listeners' bladders. Well, it was like excitement. What does that usually have to do with? Well, if you're really excited, you might wee yourself. So that's where it came. <laughs> that's how my brain makes connections. That's that's the process, people. That is the process. Okay, group one: The Born Stuntacular versus mm. Transformers: The Ride 3D. Okay. Again, it's a difficult one to say. I mean, I would probably put through Transformers. Because I've not done Born Stuntacular. Yeah, I, I would agree um, with that. 
which you know it's a difficult one to to rate i mean i would probably say that born Tacular probably wouldn't win overall because it is just a stunt show yeah possibly possibly Poss- possibly i mean it might be mind-blowing it might be mind-blowing but it could, it could be my way Okay, group two, Ollivanders, which I don't know how it's made it to this far. <laughs> Everyone at home. The luck of the draw. Like, how? <laughs> Ollivanders versus Revenge of the Mummy. Okay, definitely Revenge of the Mummy for me. Yeah, I would agree. And then Harry Potter and the Escape from Gringotts versus The Simpsons Ride. It's, it's got to be Escape from Gringotts, hasn't it? I also agree. So... Our last final three for this week is Transformers the Ride versus Revenge of the Mummy versus Harry Potter and the Escape from Gringotts. Oh, that's interesting choices. I mean, I would start by probably saying we remove Transformers. Yeah, I would agree. Okay. I'm hearing I'm hearing our third party shout through the door <laughs> on her preference on this. Okay. I'm I I mean I know which one you're gonna choose. I don't know which one I'm going to choose. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> um, so, so we're saying we're saying Transformers is third. Yes. So it's between the Mummy and Escape from Gringotts. Um, both good attractions. They are. They are both good. Very good attractions. I think mm. the the problem is like I can't even start tearing apart. I think the only thing I can start saying is that the Mummy is old. Yeah. And it needs updating. In places. I In think places. it still holds its own. The queue is fantastic. Quite well. Yeah. I think there's quite a few elements of the ride that are fantastic and still have aged very well. Fire and the, yeah. Yeah, the way it speeds up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. After the uh, Scarabules. Yeah, you kind of get, you kind of get the... Um, it's kind of got a few starts midway through, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, which are very good. Um, but yeah, I mean, there, there are little elements that could do with updating um, and, ch- and changing slightly. Uh, but overall, it is an excellent coaster. The one thing I'd say about Harry Potter is that they, I feel that they could have put some animatronics into it. Okay. Um, it being all screen based was a for me a little bit of a kick in the teeth, given mm-hmm. given that um, the Ben Journey was such a good mix of the two. And I appreciate for Harry Potter, you probably do need screens a lot of the time if you want the actors involved. Yeah, I mean, it's difficult, isn't it? It's difficult to try and tell the story. Although they kind of do with um, Green, um, Hagrid. Hagrid. Yeah, yeah. They, they have done it with Hagrid and they have done it reasonably well. Um, but this one, I think Escape from Gringotts, the story would be tougher to do that. Right, okay. Yeah, no, no, no. That, I mean, that's, that's fair, isn't it? Um, I mean, I like the, with Gringotts. I like the mix of track and screen. It works well. Um, it does work well. I think it works. I think it works better than your typical three D three D ride. Um, however, I mean, there is a lot of screen. There is a lot of screen, and it's not as intense as I'd like it to be. Mm. There's a bit at the start when you're tipping over, and there's a bit at the end where you're kind of attached to the dragon. Oh yeah. Other than that, it's quite a tame. I mean, it's quite a tame coaster anyway. But it's oh yeah, yeah. It's not intense, is it? It could have been a little bit more intense. And I appreciate they kind of wanted to try and include people as soon as they're tall enough to ride it. Mm-hmm. But I think it could have been a little bit more intense for me. 
Yeah, I think I think it would be nice if they had like a like almost like I guess like a if it was more of a Hagrid's coaster, but with the screen elements. So yeah. kind of stop and start if they want, and then have some some track. Because um, you could kind of imagine them doing like a dark coaster almost with being pulled along by the dragon. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I mean, like, you know, all of that being said, the, the queue is fantastic. The, mm-hmm. I think the ride through the lift or elevator, depending on where you're from. Oh, yeah. It's a um, nice touch. Is it, we're in the UK at the minute. Obviously, being in Diagon Alley, we're in the UK, so it's a lift. Yeah. Um, <laughs> is really, really nice. I think the first time I went on that, I thought it was incredible. I was just blown away. And I know, I know it's a, quite a basic effect, but I think it's done so well. Yeah. That I was really impressed. I was really, really impressed by it. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's difficult. I, I would, they, they both have their, they both have their benefit. They're, they're good elements, don't they? I would be leaning towards the mummy. Yeah. I kind of feel I, like I agree with you, to be honest. I probably enjoy the mummy. I, I when, if I come off the mummy, I probably f- enjoy it. I probably felt like I've had a better experience, better ride, more enjoyable ride. Well, I mean, if you add into the, I mean, any great experience that you have on Harry Potter is instantly ruined by the fact you then have to fight thirty people to get to your locker. <laughs> true, true, true. You come, you once you actually get out of the building, you're just like you. You're the last experience you remember is the locker. <laughs> yeah, the locker fight. <laughs> They could do with like distancing those more from the ride, then maybe. Yeah, but yeah, it is very weird that they've just crammed in as many as they can to just yeah. small space. I mean, it's even worse on Forbidden Journey. Uh, yes, yeah, so they're, um, they're building a new locker section for Forbidden Journey, aren't they? Oh, are they? I think so. I've seen. I'm sure I've seen reports on Twitter of like this new building being put together. Thank God, because um, it was. It's an absolute mess. Yeah. Oh no. Completely agree. Completely agree. But, I think I think I would agree with you. I think Revenge of the Mummy probably does ed- edge slightly ahead of Escape from Gringotts. Yeah, I mean they're two fantastic attractions. Um, but what was Donna's choice, by the way? Revenge of the Mummy. I really, uh, yeah. See, I think we've got we've got three people saying Revenge of the Mummy. I think this is the first week where we've both agreed on a winner. Yeah, I mean to be fair, we've only had three weeks, and what was the first the first one was Magic Kingdom? I think we both agreed on Haunted Mansion, though, didn't we? I don't, no, you're right. Actually, it was last yeah. week where Epcot, where it was a bit of a boy. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. I think I think the Mummy is a good a good winner. Yeah, I'm, I was. A, I'm a little bit surprised it won and it went through to the end. But then, when thinking about it, it does make sense. So there yeah. you go. Universal Studios at in Orlando. The winner of the tournament is Revenge of the Mummy. I'm sorry yeah. for, for those of you listening at home. Um, that are disappointed that Fast and Furious didn't win. Or the E.T. Or E.T. I mean, E.T. didn't even make it through the first round. <laughs> that was mainly out of principle. Yeah, yeah, mainly. I did try, though. You did. I you did, did try. Even I mean, you caved I, relatively easily. But... I did. Well, yeah, I didn't try that hard. <laughs> so, Just the forest, man. <laughs> on that note, thank you very much for listening for this week's show. If you'd like us to... To do a tournament for your favourite theme park, then let us know. You can contact us on all of the socials or our website. Just search for Theme Park Trader and you will find us there. And please do leave us a lovely review on your podcast app of choice. We do read them. We really appreciate them. Um, 
and we apologise to the listener who couldn't take a joke about Orton Towers and will now never listen to the podcast again. Yeah, they'll never hear that. It's this apology. <laughs> yeah. The heartfelt apology. No, that, yeah, that was it. That was, that was my... I've been reflecting on that, actually, all weekend. Have you really? Yeah, I, I really have. I, I've really... I, I've written down a more lengthy response, but then I realised I just don't care. You, you're not going to issue a public apology? Hold on, I've just realised I'm, I'm taking, like, the Donald Trump approach to apologies. <laughs> I'm immediately putting blame on the person that's... that's uh, yeah, if you... Yeah. It's fine. If you can't take a joke, that's on you, really. So thank you. <laughs> thanks very much for listening. And we will see you again next week. Ah, there you are. And just in time. There's a little matter I forgot to mention. Beware of hitchhiking ghosts. They have selected you to fill our quota. And they'll haunt you until you return. Ha, 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 ha